0: Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast, with the best moments from the past week, and a
1: few things that didn't make it air. Monday. Just reading about a dog park in Montreal that is banning barking. <laughs> it's one of those headlines, one of those stories where you go, you do, you do realize... The dogs bark, right? Like, I mean, that's just a thing that they do. Some of them better than others. Admittedly, I've seen a great number of, uh, you know, videos online of dogs that haven't quite figured it out yet. Maybe they never will, but still, they try. And that's the point, is that they want to make some sound. That's how they communicate. It's one of the ways, anyway. And to just ban barking is the most ridiculous thing. Try and enforce that, right? Like, what is the solution for dog barking? the people then yelling at their dogs to get their dogs to stop barking and then the dogs just bark more And but now you got people barking too and it just gets even louder so what's the point? Makes no sense. Unlike our dog parks here around the RMWB where there's no enforcement of anything whatsoever it seems I'm just saying tread carefully some days. Tread carefully and let the dogs bark. A road off the side of Croatia that might be 7,000 years old. This is a new discovery that's uh, been discover- uh, discussed and uh, dissected and, uh, you know, it was found by satellite imagery. Uh, There's very clear blue waters. The sun was just in it just right. And some archaeologists went, hang, oh, hang on. Why is there a big straight line in the in the ocean, in the water? Uh, you know, it's not the usual thing that you find, right? And uh, thankfully, due to just the area that it's in, not a lot of natural destruction happened. It's very preserved, and it's very clear it's a big stone slab highway that may have linked different sites, uh, you know, uh, different cultures. 7,000 years ago. I mean, that's the estimate. Take it all with a grain of salt, of course, but very interesting. I love discoveries like this. The problem, though, the problem with an underwater road as the school of fish zones are just they're always moving you never know where they are (laughs) terrible joke
0: you're listening to the steve reed podcast Podcast. from 100.5 cruise fm
1: a lot of the music news is taken up by eurovision which saw its final rounds taking place over the weekend and a lot of really really weird and interesting moments uh locked into the forever of the internet now. A lot of videos available uh, to you know, peruse online at your own leisure and uh, a lot of it in you know languages that I do not understand. Still beautiful music, however. Ed Sheeran is uh, not an artist to hear too much on our airwaves, but he's got a new album out. Just actually had a lawsuit dropped about uh, plagiarism, uh, saying that one of his songs is actually A-OK, uh, but now he's looking at eyeing a transition into country after sharing a version of one of his songs with a country artist Luke Combs, saying, I love the culture of it, I just love the songwriting. Well, edging closer and closer to being aired on Cruise FM, that's for sure. And uh, beyond that, uh, new stuff coming uh, across the board, as far as uh, concerts, as far as new releases from bands that have played for decades, and we'll have more details on them as they come to light this week. There's a company from the UK, mind you, that deals in... Marital age devices, right? Sexual gratification devices um, of all kinds, but they're going to be coming through uh, North America on a tour of recruitment because they want some people to join their tester team. That's right. You could join their board of advisory when it comes to quality control. In the big O. Yeah. Uh, requirements got to be 18 years of age or older and got to be living in U.S. or Canada. And taking a look at all the dates on their tour of recruitment, it is absolutely like a North American tour as listed by a band because they're really not doing it in North America. They're doing it in the United States and stopping in Montreal and Toronto. <laughs> that is about it. Not Vancouver this time, though. However, you can't apply without them coming to your city. Uh, there's no need to actually visit with anybody in person. You can apply online with this company called Love Honey. And should you actually get picked as one of the 10 lucky panelists, you could get a $1,000 for one year of your service, a package every month sent your way, you know, stuff that you're going to test, an affiliate code to share with friends, a chance to be part of the creative process. And of course, I think a lot of people would want to sign up. I think another prerequisite that they're not really listing, but it just makes common sense is can't be a prude. Prudes need not apply. This is not going to work out for you. Tuesday. Why do the mosquitoes love my blood more than anybody I'm ever around when I'm outside? You know, sitting around the fire. They like me a lot. And I have read about, you know, certain blood types and certain, you know, just the chemicals that your body creates and that kind of sit on your skin and things like that. How warm your blood runs, you know, compared to the people that are around you can have a difference as well. The time of day can have a difference. But now we're learning that soap can play a big factor as well, apparently. Mosquitoes tend to prefer dawn and dial. Uh, Yeah, the scents that kind of are left on the skin from those brands of soap in particular over the unwashed masses. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, if you're kind of unwashed a little bit, you know, you've got your natural musk going a little bit, then yeah. Uh, it's a a little bit uh, easier for you to handle. The mosquitoes don't love you quite as much. Not quite sure exactly why. They're still researching all the science behind it. And yes, there are some soaps that are also, like, repellent to mosquitoes and other insects, too. But some soaps, they're actually going to make you attract them even more. So I'm just thinking long weekend's coming, right? There's a fine line between so clean that you're attracting mosquitoes and so dirty that you're attracting flies. So just try to aim for that sweet spot. There's brand new Foo Fighters music coming. Uh, there's only a teaser out so far, but they have said that the, a new single is going to be released this week. Uh, they also just, you know, followed that up, uh, or they're following up the recent r- single, Rescue Me. Uh, it's, uh, 17th of May. Tomorrow is when we're gonna get it, but only 25 seconds has arrived so far. Of course, it's is coming from their brand new album that is gonna be released a little bit later on this year, and uh, the first one following the death of drummer Taylor Hawkins. We've got Billy Corgan in the news talking about, well, Kurt Cobain and Kurt Cobain's passing specifically. He says, uh, in an interview that uh, he cried. When Billy, uh, sorry, when Kurt Cobain died because he lost his greatest opponent. People are kind of uh, having an interesting time dissecting, uh, unpacking what he said, Uh, but it was in an interview with Zane Lowe, Apple Music won, and he said that he missed the competition that he had with grunge icons, saying that, you know, nobody else was around that was worth the salt. Everybody was just jabronis, and he doesn't want to win in a sea of jabronis. What a weird conversation. Way to make somebody else's death completely about you, Billy. Wednesday. Just between you and me, I've got a question for you. It's Wednesday, and every Wednesday, we ask the big question asked way too early. I know this is way too early for this one. Do you pee standing up, sitting down, or whatever you feel like at the time? That's the question for you. And, I mean, really, the question is for anyone with an uh, eggplant emoji. You know what I mean? Anybody where it's applicable to. And for those without eggplants who want to pee standing up, there are a pile of products to help you do exactly that. I've seen them taken out on camping trips, and they seem to work pretty well. But for those with the, you know, sort of uh, inherent equipment, um, <laughs> it's a weird way of saying it, do you pee standing up, sitting down, or whatever? I feel like there's this a bit of like a, a culty thought process that says, "Absolutely, you have to do it standing up all the time. That is what you do as a man." And I go, oh, re- "Really? That's what defines you?" I mean, I love the invention of the urinal, I think that is genius, so useful, as long as it doesn't splash back too much. I love it, So yeah, I absolutely do, all the time, but not all the time. I'm a whatever-you-feel-like-at-the-time kind of person, a bleary-eyed, super-tired, middle-of-the-night. There's no way I'm standing up, I'm sorry, I don't care if that takes away my man-card or anything. I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna take a load, I'm gonna be lazy about it not lazy in two day, uh, two ways. I'm not standing and I'm not cleaning anything up afterwards. Genius. However, there is a poll that YouGov just did, a 13-country uh, study that says that Germany is actually the one, the country of the 13, most likely to have people uh, sitting down every time. However, Mexico is on the far end of the list. Most of the uh, people saying, oh, never, never do I sit down with the highest numbers. Canada, a little more balanced. In fact, the most balanced of everyone. 16% saying every time, 19% saying most times, 23% saying sometimes, 19% saying rarely and 21% saying never. Do they sit down to go to the bathroom? Some curious, maybe a little too curious. What about you? Do you pee standing up, sitting down? Or whatever you feel like at the time. It's the big question. The big question this morning. For anybody who has the eggplant emoji equipment. uh, Do you pee standing up, sitting down? Or whatever you feel like at the time. uh, Asking because of a recent YouGov study that came out. About 13 different countries and their their preferences. And uh, it's the big question for this morning. Might be a little bit too big for people, apparently. Got uh, somebody on the text line a little, little bit upset about... Hang on, I'm checking my notes here. About, um a biological function that every single human has. So uh, you know, I, think, I think we're okay to ask the question, but we've uh, got an answer. Ryan says, according to science, sitting has a more favorable urodynamic profile, allowing the bladder to empty faster and more completely. But he yeah, adds, as for myself personally, I'd rather keep an air of mystery between us regarding this topic. Hey, I understand, sir, if you want to stay private about what's in the bathroom. Uh, absolutely, absolutely keep that to yourself uh patrick though says can't spell your name in the snow sitting down absolutely right you are correct sir no snow in my bathroom though so it can be a moot point at times depending on the situation hey alexa play
0: the steve reeve podcast
1: Foo Fighters in the news because, well, they've got a new album that is on the way. uh, But here we are, their 11th album and first since the loss of Taylor Hawkins, out June uh, 2nd. They've got a new single that they're just teasing, previewing. Uh, It's announcing, uh, sorry, releasing rather today as well. They announced a live streaming event that's going to be free called Foo Fighters Preparing Music for Concerts. Uh, That's going to be happening May 21st. Foo Fighters.Veeps.com for info about that specifically. Billy Corgan in the news again. Uh, With more of this main character energy, I think he thinks that he was the only force in music in the 1990s, saying that he gave you 2 some advice about their all-that-you-can't-leave-behind song, and the uh, the contents of his mind improved it immensely. Again, this is coming from that Apple Music One interview that he just did. I, I think he thinks he's the main character of, of everything. That's fine. Gordon Lightfoot has a posthumous final album that is going to be coming out in July called "At Re- uh, Royal Albert Hall. It was recorded live in 2016 and features a ton of some huge hits from the late singer, uh, including Sundown, early morning rain, waiting for you, and more. Uh, so that is going to be coming out a little bit later on in the warmer months. Fast X coming out very soon. Of course, they just had their premiere. Everybody in the cast looking fantastic, of course. Uh, but I, I haven't caught up on a lot of these movies in this franchise. You know, watch the first, like, four or five that they made, and now they're up to ten, and I just, I just r- r- learned, I just heard, thanks to the internet, uh, that they are now planning for the final Fast and Furious franchise edition to now be broken up into three parts. That's right. Originally, it was supposed to be two. They did say we're going to do a part one, part two, That which is just how studios do it for their big closeout movie, right? You can't just put it into one movie. Got to stretch it out, make more money. And now they're doing it like the Hobbit style. Three movies. Extended cuts probably going to come for every single one of them or something like that. I mean, you know, they got even The Rock back despite his feud with Vin Diesel. Must be paying out some money because these things make a ton. So if you're curious about Fast 10, which I still think they had a missed opportunity. They should have... Maybe not the title, Fasten Your Seatbelts, but they should have put that in the tagline or the trailer somewhere, right? Somewhere! It's called Fast 10, and you're not doing a Fasten Your Seatbelt pun? I digress. Thursday. A man suspected of driving while under the influence in Colorado just earlier this month was witnessed... Switching seats with the dog that he had in the car with him So that he could claim that he wasn't driving. Yeah, um, there's uh, a Social media post that has just gone crazy on the internet. I will read it verbatim This is coming from the uh, Springfield area police department the driver attempted to switch places with his dog, who was in the passenger seat, as the SPD officer approached and watched the entire process. The male party then exited the passenger side of the vehicle and claimed he was not driving. The male party showed clear signs of intoxication, and when asked about his alcohol consumption, the male party ran from the officer. The male party was apprehended quickly within about 20 yards of the vehicle. Uh, That's the end of the quote. I got to say, it doesn't seem like much of a party for this male. (laughs) It's a bad choice. It's a bad, I mean, it's a series of bad choices. A, drink responsibly. B, absolutely don't drink and drive and put yourself, or more importantly, other people's lives in danger. And for the animal lovers, most importantly, don't put the dog's life in danger. It's ridiculous. Apparently he was driving like 52 miles per hour in a 30 mile per hour zone. Not kilometers. That's pretty quick, dude. Don't do it, man. Just don't do it. I'm a big lover of donairs. Uh, yeah, I'm not the only one around by a long shot. We got a great number of folks uh, from the East Coast who are big, big fans, and I think just Alberta in general is uh, also a huge haven for donair love. But. Uh, I didn't think about the different creations that could be made. Uh, when I was down south in Alberta, elsewhere, uh, over the you know last month, I was uh, on a meal app delivery app, and I saw one item at one spot called Donair Dunkers, basically looking just like, um, you know, matzo sticks or something of the kind, and I uh, didn't get them, didn't order them, and I regret it now. I, I even, like, took a photo on my phone because I was like, what are these? I showed friends, like, what are they? Oh, they look so good. Didn't get them for whatever reason, you know, and then uh, regretted it. But this week, here in town, I did try a spot that had uh, Donair Spring Rolls, and I did not have any regrets whatsoever after that. They were amazing. I'm convinced that I missed out on something glorious with those Donair Dunkers. For now, whatever whatever they were made of besides the Donair deliciousness. So what other things can we make? What other... Uh, creations, appetizers can we make with Donair Delicious or what have you encountered in your travels? I need to know. This is important stuff. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Courtney Love in the news. Unpublished lyrics to Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit have been shared. And she even says that they were actually lyrics that she wishes that Kurt Cobain and the group had kept in the song. But uh, if you want to look into the specific details about what uh, these lyrics Lyrics look like. Check it out all over social media. She's been posting about it, and uh, you've got uh, interesting news from Smash Pumpkins. Billy Corgan again. Uh, more dissection from this uh, Apple R- R- One interview that he did just a few days ago. Uh, Apple Music One. But he's is saying now <laughs> that uh, Radiohead in the 1990s was an absolute important figure uh, as uh, as a group, as an entity altogether, and frontman Tom York as well, and the quality that he brought to the The musical scene, um, saying that uh, it was the year that uh, OK Computer was released, that Smashing Pumpkins and uh, Billy Corgan himself were just absolutely blown away. Initially, very little respect for the band was was, was given by Billy Corgan, but after that album came out, the praise had to come along, and they started to sort of look at them as like a rival band, an enemy band. Again... With that, uh, main character energy from Billy Corgan. Been announced, and also really, like, kind of teased and talked about as kind of a joke thing for years now, but The Golden Bachelor is, uh, is a real thing. It's getting greenlit by A.B.C. That's right. And uh, following the formula of The Bachelor, we're going to have one guy and a whole pile of females all living together and, you know, uh, most likely being kept from eating a lot of food but with alcohol readily available. Uh, You know, the drama gets stirred up, is what I'm saying. But a senior citizen season of The Bachelor is coming. The Golden Bachelor. uh, You know, you you got me. You hooked me. I'm actually interested. And the reason why is pretty simple, actually. Seniors... Have no filter (laughs) Whatsoever They haven't announced who's going to be on the show just yet They haven't said who the lucky fella is Or any of the ladies suitors Uh, But They are going to be seniors We know that much And seniors have been around long enough to know That they can say whatever the hell is on their mind And you better still show some respect So it's going to get funny It's going to get weird It's going to be you know a whole bunch of people Telling everybody that they see to pull up their pants And I'm here for it Friday, there is a new, most expensive ice cream on the planet in the history of the planet. In fact,, uh, it is now and and you know ratified by the Guinness Book of World Records. It's called Biacuya. um and it's like a combination of European and uh, Japanese flavors. So uh, it includes an extremely rare and very pricey white truffle that's grown in Italy. Super, super rare uh, and about $6,905 per pound. That would explain the price tag of the uh, ice cream itself. But uh, in addition to that, it includes a very premium Parmigiano Reggiano, authentically coming from a very small region also in Italy, but also it uses some of the byproduct of Japanese sake production. That adds a little alcoholic kick as well. And they're saying they're so happy to have been able to, you know, get the accolade of a world book record but i can't imagine too many people are actually going to be able to try the ice cream which is a problem how much is it well per scoop yes six thousand six hundred and ninety six dollars and i'm assuming that's probably u.s that's uh, okay you could buy a lot of other ice cream for that right you know they're not going to be like every small town ice cream shop ever and give you three giant scoops when you ask for the single no way
0: you're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast oh, yeah. from 100.5 Cruise FM.
1: Blur has announced a new album as well. Their first in eight years. They're calling it the Ballon of Darren, uh, Ballad of Darren. A new single called The Narcissist has been announced as well. And uh, Damon Albarn saying, The older and matter we get, it becomes more essential that what we play is loaded with the right emotion and intention. Sounds like there might be a little bit of uh, animosity in the emotion in there. And I love it. I'm here for it. Sadly, uh, we also lost the bassist for the Smiths, Mr. Andy Rourke. He has passed away. Uh, this was confirmed by former bandmate Johnny Marr, saying that this uh, death comes after a very lengthy illness with pancreatic cancer. He was 59 years old. After we've had a chance to digest the uh, debates, the political debate between premiers—or well, I mean potential premiers—right after the uh, you know uh, thing is all said and done, uh, Smith versus Notley, only televised debate of the election. Uh, And it was kind of hilarious to me. Hilariously dry. Womp womp. Two politicians talking about how you just can't trust the other one is actually kind of priceless to me. You know, I'm not saying don't vote. Do vote. It's important. And don't just vote based on team colors, like this is a game of some sort of sports ball or anything like that. Just think with your own brain. Pick some policies that make the most sense to you. You know, it's kind of just do the best that you can for the next little while. It's just kind of how it works. Don't strive for perfection. Strive for a little bit better. And you know, never implicitly trust any politicians. That's a weird thing for them both to be campaigning on.
0: Transmission over. One more, Steve. New podcast episodes happen every Friday. Or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show weekday morning, starting at five thirty a.m. on one hundred point five Cruise FM.